Um, go with me to your Bibles, to the book of John chapter 14. John chapter 14. We will read two scriptures and then I will speak and we will pray. John chapter 14 verse 5 through 14. Are you there? Yes. If you're there, shout Amen. Amen. Alright, let's read together. One, two, three, go. Thomas said to him, Lord, Jesus answered, Do you not know me, Philip, even after I've been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, and I just want us to read verse 17. Just verse 17. I know it is in the middle of a long sentence and paragraph. Verse 17. Are you there? Yes. Read it loud and slow. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of the Lord, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that God, there is a revelation of the knowledge of you that we must get whenever we look into your word. I pray that you will give that to us right now, that you will open the eyes of our understanding to see, to see that which you have in store for us, that we must get hold of. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 In the last night vigil or the nice night last prayer night I spoke to us more in detail about the context of this scripture and this prayer that Paul makes for the church of Ephesians and, and I told you just for the sake of, of the ladies that had gone to ladies conference of the night 
that God may give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. It is a prayer that Paul was praying to say that they might have a revelation and a revelation that is in the knowledge of God, that they might get to know more of God. And, and, and secondly, that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. Our understanding has eyes. And the eyes of our understanding must shine. They must, they must see. They must be able to see the knowledge of God. To see who God is. To go beyond the natural and the physical. Our understanding has eyes and they must get enlightenment from the Lord. And, and we also talked about the hope of His calling. That in the hope of His calling there is life in abundance and there is fulfillment of all things. And it is unto eternity. And, and, and the last thing that I talked about, that they are riches of His glory. They are riches in the inheritance and of amongst those riches of God's glory is our salvation. Our salvation here, but also in eternity. That we must go to heaven and see God as He is and become like He is. Amen. That's why we are here. We are not here to get a blessing in your bank account. We are here to go to heaven. Amen. We are here so that we might make it to heaven. To sit at the throne where God wants us to sit next to Him. To be where He is and to become like Him. To be who He is. That's why Jesus came. And that is the blessing of His inheritance. The riches of His inheritance. Yes, there are blessings that we must experience day to day while we are here. But ultimately, we must get the best of them all. And the best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. But you are the best. Amen. I said you are the best. Amen. That's when you need to say amen. amen. You are the best. Amen. You must believe and know that you are the best. God has made the best of you. Fearfully and wonderfully made. You are the best. And, and I want to go beyond this, this aspect that Paul speaks about in verse 17. In verse 17, he says, he says, he, is, he has a phrase. He just uses a phrase. He says, I am praying to God. And I'm praying to who? That the God. Of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. That's the phrase I want to speak to, or the two phrases I want to speak to, to you today. As we look towards Feast of Grace this Friday, I was told I should not say next week, it's this week. Yeah? As we look to Feast of Grace this, this Friday, I want you to have an understanding that you are coming to meet with God of our Lord Jesus the Father of glory. Amen. Amen. You are coming to meet with glory. Somebody say glory. glory. We must experience God. We must experience God of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, and, and Jesus, while he was explaining to them and trying to help them to understand, he speaks to Philip. Yeah? He speaks to Philip and, and, and he says to him, How can you, Philip, say, show us the way? How can you say, we want to know where you are going? You know, Jesus was saying, I'm going to my Father. I'm, I'm going to God. He says, how can you be saying this? And so Jesus is speaking to, to, to Thomas and to Philip. 
and, and, and he says to them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by, by me. If you want to go to the Father, if you want to know the Father of glory, you must know me. I am the way. I am the gateway to glory. I am the gateway to glory. The word glory is not so easy to describe. But, but, but I have an understanding that God gives me when I, when I look at the word glory. And, and in the word glory, I, the understanding is, is, is that it is evidence. Glory is the evidence of God. Glory is the evidence of the manifestation of God. Of the appearing of God. When you see God, you will say, that is glory. When you experience God, you will say, that is glory. When God reveals himself to you, you will say, that is glory. It is an evidence of God. It is an, an, an opening. It is an, an, a revelation of something about God. And so when we are coming next week to Feast of Grace, I want you, or this Friday, I want you to, to come with the understanding that I am coming to get a revelation of the glory of God. Oh, I need a revelation. Does anybody need a revelation? I just need God to show something for me. I, I just need God to open something for me. Show me your glory, Lord. Give me an evidence of who you are. Give me an evidence of what you are. Give me an evidence of what you can do. Give me an evidence of what you will do. Give me an evidence of what you are doing. I just need a revelation. I need a picture, Lord. I need evidence. And, and, and so he says to them, I am the way. Guys, Philip, Thomas, you have seen me. And because you have seen me, you have interacted with me. You, have, you should by now know the Father. You should by now know God. Hallelujah. You should by now have an understanding of who God is. Of the work of God. Of the nature of God. And so he says to them, you really know me. If you really know me, you will know my father as well. And so at Feast of Grace, may God open for you that you may know Jesus. Amen. Because when you know Jesus, you will know God. And why is it just the teachers were saying, we need to know Jesus. I, lo I loved the onion or onion or how did you call it? The owl. Whatever you call it, wherever you come from. That, that, that you need to peel it. On the outside is all the stuff where people say we worship God. On the outside is also people who are saying we, 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 we believe God and they believe God through the dead people. They believe God through a stone. They believe God through a water flowing somewhere or through a star in the, or through their grandfather or their grandmother. Some of your grandfathers were poor and you say they are God. And some were rich and you say they are God but they died and all their money has been scattered. You know, we believe in all kinds of things. Some believe God through animals. And some believe God through trees and grass. And if somebody cuts your tree down, hey, you are in trouble. But, 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 but you know, all these things that people are on the outside, we're God, you know, 
go. But you need to go to the next layer. And the next layer, the next layer begins to, begins to tell you that, you know, you can distinguish all that other stuff which is useless. You know, because the pills on the outside, you usually don't use them. You take them off and throw them away. If your God is only on the outside, I'm sorry, you shall be thrown away. But then there is the inside where you will come up to Jesus. And when you start knowing Jesus, you are getting closer to where you must be. And so I need a revelation of Jesus. I need to peel him more that I might know more of him. Because if I can go deeper with Jesus, if I can go into Jesus, if I can have Jesus, you see, we don't eat the outside, we throw it away. But the inside we eat, it goes into us and begins to have an effect. And you say, oh, this food is sweet because you've put onion in it. And, 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 and remember, they even cried, why did you take us away from the land of Egypt where there was onion and garlic and all those other things? And they yearned for those things. Why? Because it's good to have some onion in your food. Huh? But, but, but you, need to, you need to go to the part where you can eat, where it can begin to have a substance in the inside of you. And, and so, when you are there, you will suddenly discover that there is something else in the center which gives life. Because when an onion is going to grow out, it does not grow from the outside. It grows from the inside. And there you will find the manifestation of the power of God. That which is right at the center, which is able to give another life. That which is right there in the middle, which is able to bring out something that looked like it was dead, something that looked like it was rotting, where you find that which is at the center and it begins to sprout. You see, one of the things that I love about an onion is that if you put it in a place which is moist and, and when it sees the potential that either, it says either I will rot or I should grow. And often the growing begins, you will see it at the center. I need to go deeper. If you can know me, you, you, if you know me, if you have known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him because you have seen him. You have seen him in what? Seen him in Jesus. You have seen God in me. If we can see God through Jesus Christ, ah, we will be a powerful people. And you need, you need to come thirsty, hungry to see God. Because God is going to be meeting us in a special way. From Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But not only that, you must begin to experience Him from today. Amen. Amen. Every day, you must be experiencing Him. You must be desiring to, to know more of Him. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Verse 9. That's what Jesus says to Philip. Philip, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. I love the thing that Jesus then says to him. If you, if you go, go, go verse 11. Verse 11 says, Believe me when I say that I am in the Father. And that the Father is in me. He says, believe me when I say this. I am 
in the Father and the Father is in me. Believe me. Trust me. Take my word. And, and, and I just want to say to somebody, take Jesus for his word. Take him for his word. Believe him. But if you have a trouble believing him and his word, he says, or else believe me for the very works sake. Believe me for the evidence. Let me read it from the NIV. It says, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. And what were the works that Jesus was doing? He was healing. He was delivering. He was setting free. He was blessing the people. He was letting the, those that were bound free. The blind were seeing. The deaf were hearing. The sick were getting well. Those that had questions were getting them, their questions answered. He was bringing light where there was no light. And he says, if you can't believe what I've been saying, at least there are works that you can believe. Amen. And here is where I have my message for you today and where I would like you to pray. I want you to pray to say, God, in the place where we are, we need to see the works. We need to see the works. We need to see the works because there are some who are not believing your word. But at least if they can see your works. Uh, are you with me, church? If they can see your works. I, I loved it when my brother came to me and said, Pastor, what happened today? Because he has seen something that goes beyond the words. I had a, I had a colleague who said to me, said to me, I know Farai, you're a believer. And I know many people don't believe. But you know what, Farai? I believe. And I said, tell me more about this. I never hear you talking about going to church and says, yes, that might be something. But Farai, I believe in this Jesus. And I said, tell me. And it says, one day deep in Afghanistan, when the war was raging, I was delivered in a miraculous way. I don't know how. But for I, I want you to know, you must keep on preaching this Jesus because I believe in him. He, I may not have believed what was in the Bible, but on the moment when his works delivered me, I know that I know that I know. And nobody can convince me otherwise. She was so convinced. All the way from Russia, lived in Afghanistan, is now in the Netherlands, telling me her testimony to say, I believe in Jesus. Because of the works that I have seen. The evidence in my life is too great for me not to believe. <laughs> the evidence of God is too great to be discredited by the professor of theology. You know, there are many professors of theology who are there to dispute the Bible. Not to credit it. They are studying and these are the people that say Jesus didn't walk on water. He walked. There was an old, old bridge that Jesus knew. 30, 30 years old, 33. And he knew about an old, old bridge that nobody else knew. So if, he, if, if, you, if, if, it was, if there was a bridge that a 33-year-old man would know, that the grandfathers didn't know. At least believe him for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. But a whole professor who write a thesis to say there was a bridge and he didn't walk on water. Why were the boats not crashing on the bridge? A whole professor. 
emeritus <laughs> But if you don't believe the words, at least believe the words. The sun stopped and they proved it, that there was a disruption in the cycle of death. Joshua says, Lord, stop this sun until I finish the battle. If you cannot believe the words of Joshua, at least believe the words. The glory of God is about giving us the evidence of God. It is about showing us the evidence of God. And when we are coming and saying, the power, I am trusting God that there is going to be an impartation upon our lives, upon your life, of the power of God that you will have an evidence. Amen. That you will have an evidence. That even if you can't explain it, you will say, I am the evidence. Hallelujah. Amen. Or I have an evidence. And this is the evidence. Amen. Tell me that Jesus does not heal. I'll tell you, you lie. Yes. Why? Because I was sick and I got healed. Yes. I had to live on medication. But when Jesus touched my life, he touched my life with his hand. And I was set free. Set free. I went and I put the medicine in a small corner. And I said, from now on, this is the museum of my sickness. I've never gone back to that medicine again. Why? Because he healed me. Amen. If you want, no, it's just I left the museum back in Zimbabwe. I could show you. <laughs> this is the museum of my sickness. And these are the pills that the doctors had prescribed. And these are the inhalers that I had to take. And these ones I had to take here. And these ones I had to, this one in the morning, this one in the evening, in order to survive. And when Jesus touched my life, my wife has not had to look for inhaler for me. This is the evidence of the power of God. Amen. If you don't believe what I'm telling you, at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves or the things that I do. And we need, we need somebody who will say, God, fill me with the power that I might walk and have evidence. I, 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 and I tell you, there's a brother who was sick. I've told you about my first healing miracle when I prayed for somebody and they got healed. Did I ever tell you that? And the brother was, comes to me, say, for I pray for me. And I said, well, okay, let, let me look for brother X, Y, and Z because I thought I can't be the one praying for him. Let me look for the senior brother to come and pray. So I tried to learn, he says, no, I've come to you because I believe, are you not a believer? <laughs> I said, okay, let's go. So I said, let's go find somewhere secret so, so that we can pray. And so we knelt behind the rock and then he knelt. And I was going to pray and I says, no, put your hands on me. I thought, this guy is serious. So, so I laid my hands on him. I prayed for him. And suddenly he says, I'm okay. And even for me, I was shocked. That is this the power of God? He says, I'm okay. I'm not laughing. I'm okay. I'm not playing games with you. I'm okay. And he stood up and, 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 and his face showed he was okay. Because when he came, he was, he was really looking down. And I was saying, let's look for somebody to pray. He says, I don't have time to be looking for somebody. I have found you. <laughs> Are you not a Christian? So I pray. 
and he got healed. So I know that Jesus heals. From 1996, I know Jesus heals. So even if you tell me he, he, this word of Jesus, whatever is in the Bible, we can dispute it. I can tell you when that guy got healed, it's an evidence that you cannot take away. Amen. It's an evidence that you cannot take away. It stays. It's a testimony. When I write a book about my life, I will write about that, my first healing miracle. How afraid I was, but God gave me evidence to pray for many others after 1996. And I've been praying, and I've been seeing them getting healed. If you don't believe on the words, believe at least the evidence. But we need to pray and say, God, show me your power. Show me your glory. Show me your evidence. God, this situation that I'm in, I believe you are able to take me out of it. Amen. Amen. When I had no money, I know the issues of money touch a lot of us. Huh? When I had no money, I didn't know how I was going to make it. And God raises somebody out of the blue. Comes and just says, Pastor, I've been moved to give you this money. That time I was not even a pastor, so I was brother. I've been moved to give you this money. It doesn't matter how much money it is. You will know that this can only be And because my mother had said, never take anything from strangers, you're now starting to think, should I take it? Should I not take it? But when you know I've been praying, Lord, uh, you take it with gladness. Because God is an answer. He has given me evidence that he will provide. Have you ever had somebody who buys you lunch on the day that you do not have money to buy lunch? Not, not on the day when you are fasting. When I am fasting, I have so many offers for lunch. But when you, are, when you are really hungry and you know, we must be feasting today, but I don't have money for lunch. And somebody comes and says, let me take you out for lunch and I will pay. Iktratera, you say, Amen! <laughs> Evidence that God is there and is real and is caring and concerned about me. If you don't believe the words that I say, at least believe on the basis of the evidence themselves. And so he says, I pray to God of our Lord Jesus, the Father of glory. I pray to God of our Lord Jesus. God of our Lord Jesus. If you read further down, I will not go into it today, but further down, he's talking about this God of our Lord Jesus. And he says of this God of our Lord Jesus, that God raised Jesus from the dead. God raised Jesus from the dead. That is an evidence in itself. Like I was talking about the other gods who are on the outside of the onion or owl. Or owl, how do you call it? Ow. Since we may hate blithe really. <laughs> the God who is on the outside, who is worshipped through other means, 
I find it very interesting when I say to people, I'm a Christian, I also, I also believe in God. We've got, there are many ways to God. Yeah, on the outside. <laughs> that, that God who's on the outside, worship through many other means. When I look about the distinguishing factor, it is this, that the God we worship, God through Jesus Christ, is on the basis of that He is living. And we worship Him through a living way. I refuse to, to worship through dead ways. I refuse. There is enough things out there to enjoy than to worship through dead things. I, I, I prefer to worship a living prophet than a dead poet. <laughs> Let the dead bury their dead and stay with the dead. But I am full of life because my God is alive. So if my God is alive, I must worship him through the living way. So Jesus is the living way. Hallelujah. Jesus is the living way. Even if you don't say amen, he is the living way. He is the living way. And the evidence is there that he is alive. You will find the graves of all the others. But in the grave of Jesus, you will find it is empty. Because he is alive. If you don't believe on what I have said, believe at least on the basis of the evidence. So, I want you to stand with me to pray. I want you to pray and say, Lord, I needed evidence in my life. Because it's personal. It's personal. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's personal. There is my evidence. And so you can say, on the, I believe in Jesus whom pastor was preaching. But you need to have it personal. Remember in the book of Acts, there were these seven sons of Sceva. They also believed in the evidence that they had seen. But it was not personal. So they were trying to deliver a man who was demon possessed. And the seven sons of Sceva. And I, I was wondering, I was just wondering how, how these seven brothers... These seven brothers said, let's go pray deliverance for, for one guy. Seven brothers. <laughs> seven brothers. Same father. I don't know about the mother, but same father. <laughs> the Bible just says seven sons of seven. The fa fathers can be mysterious. But okay. Seven of them. And, and, and they, are, they are praying against a demon to deliver a man who was bound by a demon. And they say, Paul, we cast you out in the, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. <laughs> there is an evidence of what Paul was doing. Yes. Casting out demons. His shadow and handkerchiefs were, it was who he, was it Paul who had the shadow or it was Peter who had the shadow? Paul had the handkerchiefs. Yeah? yeah. Hey, they don't know their Bible. <laughs> if I lie to you here. <laughs> You should read your Bible. Amen. Amen. This, is why, this is why you must come and hear the word. So that you can be challenged to go into that word. But the seven sons of Sceva say, you know, this. we know the evidence that we have seen. So demon go out. And the demon, you know how the demon answered? The demon looked at them and said, gentlemen. I don't know how kind he was. But he says, fellows. Paul, I know. 
Jesus, I really, really know. But who? If he had only asked them to say, who are you? Maybe they would have said, we are the sons of Skeva. <laughs> but the demon was not interested in who they were. He wanted to teach them a lesson. And the lesson was, go and make this Jesus personal if you want to deal with me. And the Bible says, seven sons of Skeva were beaten by one man. <laughs> one man. He tore their clothes off. Maybe they tried to fight back. Telling you that it's not by might nor by power. Ushers, you must be prayerful people. <laughs> Did you hear what I said, ushers? Because a demon would pull your skirt down. <laughs> you are not careful. There was one man of God trying to cast a demon. Say, in the name of Jesus. And the demon just started to play with his tie. Thank God the demon didn't just pull it and choke it. We had to say, say, kike. <laughs> you must be prayerful people. You must have a relationship with God. Relationship with Jesus. There must be fire in you. And the, the demon beat them up. Tore off their clothes. Opened the door and kicked them up. Chased them out into the street naked. Seven of them. By one man. Why? Because they did not have a relationship with Jesus. They only had the knowledge of an evidence of others. But you must pray today to say, God, I want an evidence of you. Personally. That's your prayer. I want to know you personally. I want you to reveal your power to my life personally. I want you, God, to, to show me who you are at an individual level. Open the eyes of my understanding that I may have knowledge of you. Go ahead now and make that your prayer. Jesus, I want to know you so that I may know the Father. I want to know you so that I may know the Father. I want to know you so that I may have an entrance to the place of God in the name of Jesus. I want to know you, that I may have an experience with the Holy Spirit. When you know Jesus, He opens up things for you. You will get to know who God is. Understand the depth and the height of God. The breath of His love. He will open for you that you will have the Holy Spirit in you. He says, if no man comes to the Father except by me. Jesus, I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to have knowledge of you. I want to have knowledge of you and evidence of who you are. Father of glory, reveal yourself to me. God of Jesus, God of the resurrection, who brought Jesus back to life. I pray, God, that I may know you, Lord, that I may know you more of you in my life, oh God. In the name of Jesus, my God, my Lord, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that you may know Him, that you may know Him, that you may have a relationship with God, that your relationship will go deeper, that your relationship will go stronger, that you may have an evidence.
evidence that is undisputed in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, my God, I pray. Masata in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to pray with me and say, Father, Father show us your power. Show, us your power. show me your power. Show me your power. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead, make that prayer right now. I want you to pray. Let power come down in this place. Let power come down in this place. Show me your power, Lord. Show me your power. Let the power of God. My, yeah, 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 yeah. Ya raba sananda raba sa raba kanana raba shamana gaira bata indelele shabaka yatata raba shanarabata oh god in the name of jesus show me your power lord show me your power god show me your power lord in the name of our jesus mandelele kahaya raba baba masata in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray I want you to pray and say, Father, Father let, your power let your power break every hindrance in my life. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead, make that your prayer. Let the power of God, let the power of God begin to break hindrances in your life. Stumbling blocks in your life. Things that are preventing you from moving forward. Let the power of God rise, 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 rise. Perform a miracle. Perform a miracle. Perform a miracle. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say Father. Come on, say Father. In the name of Jesus. Perform a miracle. Perform a miracle. In my life. In the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, pray for a miracle. Whenever you need a miracle. In the name of Jesus, my God, make an Ababa Santa, Rekananda Rabashikayabakarabaha, oh Rabababa Santa, Rekayarabashanta, Rekayarabashanta, a miracle for my family, a miracle for my children, a miracle for my wife, a miracle for my husband, a miracle for my family, in the devotion, Rekayarabashanta, a miracle for my work, a miracle for my studies, a miracle for my a miracle for my health, a miracle for my well-being, a miracle, God, perform a miracle in the name of Jesus. Let your miracle, Lord, in my life, oh God, let the power, let the power, 
I want to experience what others are experiencing. It's a cry in your heart. I want to experience what others are experiencing. I don't want to I don't want to feel like I'm a stranger to these things. I want to experience what they're experiencing. Just raise your hands where you are as I pray. So I want to experience what they're experiencing. Father, I thank you that you are God who gives to us the spirit without measure. Thank you that you say that when your children ask of you of the spirit, you will not give them a snake or a stone, but you will fill them with your spirit. And so, my God, I pray for every hand that's raised, that, Father, they will experience your power. They will experience you in a very deep way. In a very deep way. In a very deep way. Oh, yes. The fire that burns in their hearts an experience that fills them with joy and awe of your name. Oh God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just believe it. Just believe it and be expected. Believe it and be expected. Believe it and be expected. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Let's take our offering.